Hello! Wow, I actually really haven't done one of these in a very long time. I think about a month and a half now. Um, anyway, I've been listening to a lot of interesting podcasts the last few days and I was like, hmm, kind of want to start doing my own again because I've just been really busy with uni stuff and uh, lockdown stuff, which is, yeah, pretty much the same as uni stuff because I still had to go into uni the entire lockdown bit redundant isn't it but you know we'll 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 just move on from that um so today i wanted to talk about because we're coming up to christmas now and obviously with the current pandemic some of us aren't going to see our families but uh bojo has decided that he's going to be really lovely because apparently the virus goes away on the 23rd of december and it gives us a cheeky little four-day break so he's basically said oh you can go and bubble with three other different families. So some of us will be seeing our families this Christmas in the UK. Some of us will probably not because um, a lot of people are still shielding from the virus and everything like that. And some of us just probably can't be asked and have quite enjoyed excuses not to see family they don't like. So, I mean, yeah, that's pretty good as well. Um, but because it's it's Christmas and it's, you know, stereotypically it's family time, um, whether or not we celebrate Christmas, a lot of people uh, tend to get some time off, there's bank holidays, and it is, regardless of whether you celebrate it or not, pretty much most people seem to spend Christmas with their family or their loved ones. Obviously this year is a little different everywhere, um, and quite different in some cases. But anyway, I wanted to talk about how to separate toxic family from family you love. So this is kind of a difficult one and it's probably going to look like I'm atting certain people, which I'm not, but it could be taken that way. But eh, life's short, isn't it? So um, family is very important. Um, and as you get older, particularly if you're from a big family where you can't please everyone, so don't even try. That's one thing I've learned over the past couple of years. If you're trying to please everyone, don't fucking bother because it's there's just no there's just no time for it. There's you're not going to make everyone happy if you try. Half of these people only talk about you in passing anyway because they're bored and they don't have anything else to do. So why even try to please them? Live your life, you know. But if you're from a big family, which well, I mean my immediate family is my mum and my brother, so I, I don't live with them now, but I actually live with one of my cousins. But that's um, but our wider family, is, it's really, really big. And there's a lot of judgment in a big family like that. And even if you're not in a big family, I mean, there's probably a lot of judgment in our small family as well. But if you if you are from a big, big family, especially you, I think over time, you tend to realise that you don't need their validation for everything you do, especially if we're talking about family that make you feel shit, of which I have plenty. But, and the thing is, I could I could let them get me down if I wanted to. I could, I could, I could get grumpy about the fact that my grandma asked me whether I'm still the same size as I, as I last saw her or have I got fat over lockdown. Um, and the answer is to that grandma, yes, I am carrying a bit of lockdown chub, but you know what? I'm also doing a master's, so to be honest, it's not my greatest priority at the moment. And also, no, but, you know, I think, to be honest, 
it doesn't matter who it is, you're going to get shit from people. Whether you're related to them or not, you're going to get shit from people and it is just, it's how to deal with it because I think the more you try and prevent people talking shit, the harder it gets and the worse it's going to feel for you because you're not actually focusing on yourself, you're focusing on what other people think of you. And it can be really hard to let go of that and there's times where I literally, I can I can sit there and overthink myself into uh, because of what somebody said about me or what somebody might be thinking about me or because of how somebody looked at me you know it, but it's it's not worth it and that doesn't mean we don't do it we know it's not worth it but we still do it and it's hard to not do it but it's a lot easier when we figure out when we're doing it if that makes sense so I mean at a certain point we can definitely try and separate people and choose who we would like to have in our lives. We first realise this with friends when we leave school usually, that's around the time I realised, hey, these people, like half of them have bullied me like the whole time we've been here and I never have to see these fuckers again if I don't want to. I mean, God, it's it's a pretty liberating feeling actually when you're like, everybody cares so much about being popular in high school but then it's like, you leave when you're I don't know 16 18 I don't know how it works for you guys but you leave and you're like well shit like no one cares now I'm just like this little person in this whole sea of people and nobody gives a fuck you know who who I am or what I was when I was 14 or what I said when I was 14 you know no one cares who you are when you were 14 doesn't matter in the real world um and sometimes your family also don't get that and they still treat you like you're 14 um so we can separate people and we can choose who we'd like in our lives so like I'll give you an example so a while ago I went through my Facebook over the summer and I had a massive deleting spree I think I had like uh 750-ish friends on my Facebook and I was like I don't fucking like you don't like you don't talk to you don't like you and just basically went down and just you know kind of purged them and now I have about 300 and you know I felt pretty good I mean, I could still probably delete a few more if I wanted to, but yeah, I'm a bit busy for that at the minute. But, um, so you can choose who you'd like on your socials. You can choose who you want to follow on Instagram and you can also choose who you want in your physical life. And yeah, you might be, you might be sat here and you may be 16 or 17 and thinking, yeah, but how? There's no way I can get out of seeing my really horrible auntie and uncle at Christmas who like slag me off about everything. And it is hard when you were that age because I find that being a teenager is really difficult um, because you can't get away from it a lot of the time. A lot of the time you're still at home, you're still living in the toxic environment and it's difficult to actually separate yourself from it. And I find I found that a lot when I when I actually found myself in a good environment, like I have been for the past two or three months now, um, that it's very easy for me now to see what's toxic and what's not toxic um and it is hard it is really hard to do this with our mums our dads our siblings and our other immediate family members but if they're toxic then sometimes it needs to be done and it needs to just cut the cut the cord you know like it's it's difficult like I mean I know that really well because there's a load of family who I don't speak to like I don't talk to my I I don't actually speak to my own dad and it's like well you know it's it's shit sure but I I always think to myself well what would happen if I did talk to him would my life be any richer for it no you have to look at it like that sometimes and it is difficult especially if you know that you're gonna have have to see family and 
and you know or you know that you're gonna have to talk to them it's like for me I've got to go and see my grandparents in a couple of weeks I love them sure are they easy not really is anyone's family easy not really we've all got our own quirks and we've all got people who are nicer than others and people who aren't that nice and it can be really hard to actually be around these people especially in a year where our mental health has literally been all over the place because of this pandemic like everything has just you know shifted because we're doing all this different stuff we you know because we know we can't see people or you know can't really see people like we used to at the moment it's it does make it difficult and obviously one thing I'll say before I get really into this is it it is hard to because to, you know I think at a time like this especially everybody's sort of feeling like yeah they should be thankful to see their family even the family that make them feel like shit if they can see their family but that doesn't mean that they don't make you feel like shit just because we're in a pandemic doesn't mean you need to surround yourself with people who make you feel like shit whether that's virtually or whether that's you know in person if you can so so yeah I mean I've spoken a lot about my relationship with my mum on this podcast uh I've spoken about her maybe sometimes when I've been quite angry and maybe sometimes when I've been quite calm and since I laid down more boundaries with her and especially since I moved out again uh and I was brutally honest with my feelings about who I was as a person I would I would and I gave us both more space to breathe I would say that our relationship has improved I actually enjoy the time that I spend with my mum because I'm not around her all the time and because I live 180 miles away from her which you know yeah it's uh, there's times when I think oh yeah I wish I could see my mum right now I really miss my mum but then it's like hmm but you also have that distance between us that physical distance which sometimes can be really helpful and when I was at uni I used to work in this um uh well when I was doing my uh undergrad back in Leicester I used to have these really toxic work colleagues who would say to me oh um do, do you not because they were like they were all like typical like I don't know everybody everybody seemed to have this preconception that wow like you're you're a brown girl living away from home what's up with that like why do you live so far away from home did you get disowned and it's like well no not exactly I just chose to live far away is that okay with you <laughs> clearly not but um I had people say to me oh your mum must really miss you and it's like well sometimes I suppose but I don't think it, it, I think it works for us. It works for us because when we see each other, it's nicer as opposed to, as opposed to when we live each other and we get on each other's tits. Um, so in terms of separating yourself from toxic family, and I'd say, like, I used to think that my mum could be quite toxic. And, yeah, she probably can be, and I think I can be quite toxic to her. But I think also when you remove yourself from that situation a bit more, you actually can find ways to work around it which really, really helps. And also, I think we've all been a bit toxic to each other, especially over lockdown when most of us have been stuck together and have, you know, narrowly been seconds away from killing each other. So, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I think in terms of separating yourself from people, I think the main thing to think about here is who do you actually care about? I mean, I don't mean... I don't mean that, like, who you related to. I don't mean who do you send messages to every now and again. I mean... Who do you actually care about? 
uh, I'll talk about this in the family sense, but you can use friends as an example as well if you want to. Um, so in terms of my family, I, uh, I, uh, I deeply, deeply care about my cousin, my mum, my brother, um, and you know, like my, and my grandparents. So it's, so I'm not really that fussed about anyone else in my family. Sorry if you're listening to this, but you know, like, uh, no, not really, haven't really been, haven't really given each other much of a reason. Got, I obviously like, you know, be like, I'd be sad if something happened to you depending on who you are but yeah like I mean people who I actually care about and who's who I who mean something to me and who I want to who I'd be fussed basically about losing or like or like not being able or or like just people who I communicate with is what I mean basically not really that fussed about anyone else to be honest so and also who's offended you who's caused you misery a while ago and I think I've told the story a couple of times so sorry if you're hearing it again for like I don't know how many times I've made a quite a few episodes of this podcast now but so I told a story not long ago well probably quite a while ago now anyway but about uh, about my uncle who kept slagging me off my weight and bear in mind this guy hasn't seen me in like four and a half five years so he has no idea what I look like now he's only seen me on video call and he had the audacity to comment on one of my profile pictures on my birthday last year. And he was like, oh, putting on some weight, dear. And he, and he commented a fucking picture of scales under it. And I was like, mate, fuck off. And I just, I told my mum, I was like, sorry, but you need to like have a word with your brother. Because I can't be, I can't be dealing with this stuff on my Facebook. I deleted him anyway, because I was like, you're, you're gone, mate. I'm not having this kind of toxicity over my socials. It's my socials, so you're gone. And I don't want to talk to you, really, because I don't really, like, what has my weight or my life or my decisions got anything to do with you? You don't even really know me. You know what you can see. So... I'd rather you didn't see anything because you don't really deserve it, to be honest. So anyone who's caused you misery or offence or upset or has made you sad doesn't actually deserve a place in your life, which obviously seems really obvious while I say it, but I think a lot of us forget that, especially at Christmas and especially during the pandemic. If we do get to see people, we're thinking, God, I should be so grateful for this. But I think we forget that actually, you know, it's okay to you know want to protect our mental health and to not want to see people as well uh, and to not want to see people that that make us sad like during this time when I've not been able to see a lot of the people who mean a lot to me so like my best friends who I left um up up north and um and my and not being able to see my mum and brother very much after I've moved out um and my best friend from back home I think actually you know, I've really realised who I care about and who I don't really care that much about because when, when you don't get to see people and you're, and things change and, you know, your life changes in that sense and what was normal suddenly becomes not like... Oh, I don't even know what I'm talking about now. But what was normal, suddenly it's abnormal. And, yeah, you do realise who you actually want to spend your time with and I've realised that don't really give a fuck about 85% of people you know um but anybody who's said who's who's caused you any kind of misery just doesn't deserve a place in your life especially not now especially when our lives have changed so much and they're only just starting to get back on track and everybody's had a fucking shit year anyway blood or not and I've always said this 
I saw this quote on Facebook the other day and I'm just going to scroll to my profile and find it actually because it's really, really true to what I'm saying. And if it wants to load, that is, because I don't have any signal because I'm sat in a car park just after I've been to the gym and my car's steaming up so I can't see anything, which isn't really helping the whole signal issue. We'll wait for it to load. So I can't find it. But basically, uh, the quote was about, it was basically about blood not actually meaning that much in the long in the long run of things. A lot of people who are closest to me are, oh, it's decided it wants to load. Or half of my posts have. Yeah, well, essentially what it means is blood doesn't actually mean as much as we think. And yeah, okay, that's, that's fine. You're close to everyone you're blood related to. That That's great. I'm happy for you. But for me, and I know probably for a lot of other people, people tend to overemphasize the importance of blood relation. Um, the only two people who are who I really care that deeply about, and who and who I would consider my close close family, who are blood, are my mum and my brother. My cousin, who I live with now, is actually my step cousin, and uh, well, he was my step cousin before my mum and stepdad. Um, got a divorce and technically like we're not we we're not cousins anymore but he he is still like my older brother like I would he I consider him like as close closer than most of my own blood and then I have my best friend and most most of the people who I consider my family my close circle they're not actually related to me so yes the quote is now loaded so I'll read it to you Family isn't always blood. It's the people who in your life who want you in theirs. The ones who accept you for who you are. The ones who would do anything to see you smile. And who love you no matter what. And that is from... Um, that is from a book called... The Seven Secrets to Healthy, Happy Relationships. And it's a book by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. So definitely if you want to read more of that. Which I probably will be at some point. Um, check that out because that seems like a really good book and I think that's where it comes from. I hope it's where it comes from. It says it on here. So um, I hope I just haven't told you to like look at some completely random book. But I hope, I'm sure it's a great book anyway, even if, it, if, if I have done that. So, you know. Um, so, so don't feel bad about unfriending people on Facebook. Don't feel bad about not going to see people. Don't feel bad about rejecting calls or ignoring messages. Um... Or skipping out on family gatherings where you're going to feel on edge. Um, you don't need to put up with shit. You don't need it. And that's what the block button or the reject call button is there for. That is exactly why it was invented. So you don't have to see things or hear things that you don't want to hear. And I wish people, more people would use the fucking block button. Because honestly, it's just a bloody godsend. It saved me from so much crippling depression. It's so... It's just... It's... It doesn't always seem that simple, but I think once you've done it and you've blocked someone and you've and you've unfriended them or whatever and you've just like wiped them out of your socials, it actually does feel a lot easier. Obviously not if you still have to see them. For me, one thing that has really helped is so I've got to go and see my grandparents in a couple of weeks. And yeah, it's I'm not gonna lie, it's always a difficult one because every every family has got their annoying quirks and mine definitely do and mine have a way of kind of laying into me basically which I'm not looking forward to um so one thing my cousin told me was have some 
have some comebacks prepared just 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 answer them with audacity if they are giving you audacity give it back don't be afraid of giving them audacity if they're giving you audacity so my grandma likes to ask me you know just just a load of questions about my about my weight um about about what I'm doing with my life, about when I'm going to get married, fuck's sake, I'm only, I'm not even 23 yet, I mean, leave it the fuck alone, it is not the 1950s, but I think a lot of people have the same problem as me, I'm sure, and it can be really annoying, because everybody thinks that you're only allowed, you're only, like, a proper person if you're in a couple, which, you know, so is, is not true, like, it's just not true at all, like, and sometimes being around that sort of toxicity especially at christmas and especially when you've not really seen anyone all year is going to be really hard i'm i'm not looking forward to it i'll be honest um but then i think to myself it's one day out of 365 um i'm going with my brother so i won't be on my own um and i have my own car now so i mean i can i can leave whenever I want to leave, if it gets too much, I can just be like, bye, and drive home, um, because I'm not, I'm not above doing that, if it gets too much, I will leave, because that is the whole reason why I have a car, uh, and so, yeah, I think that's, that's another thing, don't be afraid to speak up if somebody's getting to you, and if someone's, and if someone's saying things that upset you, like with my grandma, I just say to her, you know, I don't really see why this matters to you, and I'd prefer it if you didn't ask again. But yeah, my life's good. How's yours? How have you been coping with this pandemic? Are you well? Merry Christmas. Here's your present, you know. Doesn't have to be... If Just try and divert the toxicity. I, I think it was Jay Shetty who was saying something about that. I don't know the exact podcast that I was listening to. But um, but I've, I listen to quite a lot of his stuff at the moment. And yeah, like just just redirect it that's what I do and ask them about themselves or if they get really bad which is something I should do more calmly more often just say you know it's really sad that you're so focused on my life you know like what what's going on in yours like have you not got anything else to focus on and that's one thing that I try and tell myself now if people are just getting too into my business I'm just like how's yours going what's what and then Another thing that I like to say to people is, you know, I like to direct their questions back at them. Obviously, there's some people you can't do that with. Um, And some people might call this disrespectful. Sure, I just call it giving audacity when audacity is given to me. But um, my, uh, my grandma basically if she's asking me how much I weigh, like, to the pound, and I don't know, because I haven't weighed myself in a year, and I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest. Um... And then I'll be like, oh, how much do you weigh? Just basically redirect it at them, see how they like it. Which, yeah, might be a bit of a petty thing to do. But if all else fails, that is what I would do. Or if all else fails then, just leave. Just leave. You can leave if you want to. You know, you're your own person. You've got your own mind. Just just because it's a pandemic and people should uh, are supposed to be apparently happy to see their families doesn't mean everyone will be. So just bear that in mind this this Christmas, I guess. This was not a very festive episode. I'm sorry about that. It's been kind of depressing. But hey, it's rainy and cold. So whatever, you know. I uh, hope this has helped you a little bit. And I will hopefully speak to you again soon.
See you later. Bye.